Talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you for being part of the conversation here. Mike Douglas here, honored and privileged to serve as your concierge for conversation Monday through Friday here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And the conversation this afternoon, the verdict is in. The jury in Hennepin County in uh, Minnesota coming back with these convictions. On uh, unintentional second-degree murder, the verdict is guilty. On the third-degree murder charge against Derek Chauvin, verdict is guilty. On the second-degree manslaughter charge, the verdict, guilty. Guilty on all three counts. And so the jury has had its say. Uh, the sentencing will take place in about eight weeks or so. And, uh, and, and we are left to discuss the aftermath. And it's very interesting to me as I'm, I'm listening today. And, and any of us that the scene, that looked at the clips, that looked at the videos of Derek Chauvin with his knee on the neck of, of Mr. Floyd, it, no, no surprise, I, I think, to, to many of us about the jury's decision today. But many questions remain as we go ahead. Uh, I was listening to uh, Keith Ellison, he, of course, the uh, attorney general for the state of Minnesota. And uh, he was talking about justice and that justice really hasn't been done yet. That justice involves more things, including restitution. And so it's interesting to me that this concept of justice is being nuanced and redefined uh, oftentimes as we go along. The reality, my friends, is that in the rule of law, Justice is done when either the court in a court trial or the jury in a jury trial renders its verdict. And as a former police officer, there were times when um, I had arrested people or I was involved in an arrest. And because of some technicalities or uh, the jury just saw it differently, uh, those people were let go. Uh, People that I felt were guilty. But justice had been done in our system of law. And so justice was done today. But I find it interesting that leaders are now nuancing what that word justice means. And that that's somewhat of a cause for concern. Um, what do you think about the verdict today? Do you think they got it right? Did the jury get it right? Do you agree with that? Our number here, area code 209-551-3483, area code 209-551-3483. The jury returning uh, a verdict of guilty on all three charges, unintentional second-degree murder, third-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter, and again, uh, sentencing takes place about eight weeks from now. Now, of course, there will be, uh, more trials because there are other officers who were involved in this particular incident as well, and it's one of those uh, one of those times where I think, regardless of how you felt about whether Derek Chauvin was was guilty or not, 
it's a it's a bittersweet time. It's a I think in terms of that this incident happening at all that uh, if things had gotten differently, Derek Chauvin wouldn't be headed for jail and George Floyd would still be alive. Unfortunately, life happens in the process, and we have to deal with these very difficult issues. And that's, uh, that's one we're dealing with today. And, and with all of that, some concern about comments made ahead of the trial that if it doesn't go this way in a definition of justice, then there will be violence. Uh, comments made by um, uh, Congresswoman uh, Maxine Waters and uh, then uh, also uh, Rashida Tlaib, Congresswoman Risha, uh, Rashida Tlaib back in April 12. And one of, one of the heartbreaking things to me is that we seem to be losing our ability to rationally and peacefully discuss these issues. It's all one way or the other as the way the media portrays it. And we need, and that's why we try to create this space for you here on the Mike Douglas show. We need to be honestly, uh, and we need to be able to honestly and reasonably rationally and calmly as we can discuss the issues of the day because questions are good questions are good a lot of questions have been raised about the tactics that were uh, that were employed by Derek Chauvin and uh, that the jury says resulted in the in the death of George Floyd but we have to have the conversations and and what's very disturbing to me is that on the national scene, on the media scene, the conversation can only go one way. And I'm not talking about the, the, the guilt or not of Derek Chauvin. I'm talking about all the details that play into some of these things. Is there actually this pandemic of white police officers killing black men? Is that a pandemic, the way it's being portrayed by some? Keith Ellison, again, the uh, attorney general, I believe it was today in uh, Minnesota, referring to uh, Jim Crow. Are we really still living in the era of Jim Crow? I hear different black voices giving different opinions on that. Are we allowed without the cancel culture coming down upon us, without one side or the other being called racist, without one side or the other? being put down and shut off of whatever social media site it might be. See, we need to be able to have these conversations, and there are not many places, my friends, where we can do that. But here is one place. Here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, we offer that space to be live and to be local and to be able to to discuss these things. So the jury today, seven women, five men, returning the verdict, guilty, unintentional second-degree murder, Derek Chauvin, former police officer in Minneapolis, guilty, third-degree murder, guilty, second-degree manslaughter. Do you think Do you think they got it right? If not, why? Or if you think they did, Why? It's, uh, it's so important that we be able to discuss these things and talk about and freely talk about our opinions because they're 
iron begins to sharpen iron and sparks sometimes fly about that. And none of us want to see another George Floyd incident repeated. None of us want that. Now, how we approach that in the future is another thing. And and whether saying that there's this epidemic of, of white police officers killing uh, black men or black women, uh, whether there, we agree with this notion that Jim Crow is still alive, uh, these are things we need to talk out. And one of the most productive times I've had with some fellow pastors, some uh, black pastors, friends of mine, is just listening to their perspectives. And not all of them agree. But it's important that we sit down and we have the conversation. So that's what we're going to do this afternoon, is have the conversation about the verdicts today in the Derek Chauvin trial here on the Mike Douglas Show, area code 209 551 3483 area code 209-551-3483 and we'll open the phones and begin the conversation in about three or four minutes here on the mike douglas show on power talk 1360 kfiv the mike douglas show every weekday at three on power talk 1360 kfiv Keeping you informed. You see a growing, growing crowd. Whenever news breaks. Jim, let me interrupt you. We're going to go into the courtroom where Judge Cahill is convening court. Stay with KFIV. Members of the jury, I will now read the verdict. For the latest. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter, as count one, guilty. Count two, guilty. Count three, guilty. Breaking news. When you need it. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And PowerTalk1360.com. Power Talk 13. Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Eastbound 120 Manteca, stop and go, Main Street to 99. Southbound 99 Manteca also tied up, uh, leaving 120 for Main Street in Ripon. Stockton, southbound 5 at El Dorado Street and all the way to Roth. We have the left lane closed for some road work until 5 o'clock tonight. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hey there, it's Buck Sexton, host of the Buck Sexton podcast, found on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts. Please tune in every day as I cover the latest on politics, national security, and culture from a former CIA officer's perspective. The Buck Sexton podcast. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you successful and responsible? Yes. Do you need a car, yet unexpected credit issues are making that impossible? Yes. Have you heard of CreditYes.com? Well, now you have. At CreditYes, they understand that real people can have real problems. In just minutes, CreditYes.com will get you pre-approved for an auto loan so you can confidently walk into the dealership. No embarrassment, no rejection, just a fresh start. When you think credit, think yes. Think CreditYes.com. That's CreditYes.com. Say goodbye to everything you thought you knew about home mortgages and say, Hello Mortgage, a fresh new way to buying or refinancing your home. Say hello to simplicity and convenience. Say hello to sincere personal care. And say hello to big monthly savings. Say hello to a 15-year fixed at just 1.75% rate, 2.169% APR. And Hello Mortgage, we don't believe in upfront fees. And our experienced team of mortgage experts have helped thousands of families settle into the home of their dreams. That's right, a 15-year fixed as low as 1.75%. For the lowest rates and the friendliest service, call 800-GO-HELLO. 800-GO-HELLO. That's 800-GO-HELLO. Or visit hellomortgage.com. Hello, 
Intercontinental Capital Group DBA Hello Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. Three hundred thousand to five hundred forty-eight thousand two hundred fifty dollars loan amount limit. All loans subject to underwriting approval, and not all applicants will qualify. Rates subject to change. Licensed under the California Financing Law by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Number six zero three B nine one five. NMLS number six zero one three four. Hello, I'm a unicorn. Yes, one of those. Everyone's tried to find me, but most can't unless they're ZipRecruiter. If you've hired before, you understand it's quite hard to find a unicorn. You know, someone who's perfect. Does ZipRecruiter do it so quickly? ZipRecruiter's technology matches your job up with the right people for your role and invites them to apply, so you get brilliant candidates fast. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. Hey there, it's Buck Sexton, host of the Buck Sexton Podcast, found on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts. Please tune in every day as I cover the latest on politics, national security, and culture from a former CIA officer's perspective. The Buck Sexton Podcast. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you so much for being part of the mix of the conversation here. Mike Douglas with you, serving as your concierge for conversation as, uh, like today, sometimes we have to struggle with some of the, the tough things we face as a nation and as a society. And the, uh, the George Floyd scenario ever uh, repeated again. And, and so one of the questions I have for you, one obvious, it's an obvious question, did the jury, in your opinion, get it right? Why or why not? And then the second thing I'd like you to think about as well, as we talk about every time there is a a, a, a terrible valley that we have to go through or an incident that uh, is, is, is so tough to, to work through, we learn lessons. We have great lessons learned from that. What, what lessons do you think we have learned from this particular George Floyd incident and now the trial of Derek Chauvin? Well, let's go to the phones now. Our number here, 209 3483-209-551-3483. And we'll go to Kathleen from Oakdale. Kathleen, what do you think today? I think, uh, Mike, that no, the jury did not get the verdict right because uh, that verdict that they that they came back with is judging the heart and head of the police department. It's tactics, it's practices, it's policies, Everything is on the police department. It's procedures, and it has nothing. That verdict has nothing to do with the heart and head of Derek Chauvin. And so I, um, I also am worried about what the prosecutor said uh, afterwards in his comments about a man named Clark who wanted this sort of change, and this is not the sort of change that he would want. In that, it's it's judging a man's head and heart as being murderous and i really don't believe that that man's heart and head is murderous but i do believe that the procedures and the tactics that clark talks about at police departments and that have been ongoing and are still going on today that they are murderous and they should be judged as such and people need help and getting the 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 police departments put on trial criminal trial and they need the help of the supreme court let me, let me go back to uh, your your initial comment, Kathleen. I, th- I find that very interesting. 
is it your opinion that it wasn't so much that Derek Chauvin was on trial, but the police department was on trial? Is, is that is that what you were saying? No, I, 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 you know, didn't see the trial. So I really don't know which happened there. But what was supposed mm-hmm. to happen is that Derek Chauvin was supposed to be on trial. And right. and. And I think in a lot of ways that the that his attorney tried to make make that point. Uh, I heard a, a soundbite of the a defense attorney saying that Derek Chauvin was on trial, not the police department. And um, so I think that that was what what he said in his defense, what was said in Derek Chauvin's defense. But um, the verdict I think came back with the. I agree with with that with that verdict all three counts and i think so okay. many people do agree with that verdict on all three counts as far as the procedures the policies the practices the tactics you name it that were involved but all of those are department right and i think kathleen and by the way thanks for your call some some good points for us to consider really appreciate that kathleen uh, i think one of her points is is well taken and that is coming at and again, you know, different states are different. Uh, different police departments are different uh, in, in terms of some of the policies that, that they have. I think one of the things that we're going to be struggling with as, as a nation uh, are policies and procedures from this point, and especially uh, in, in Minneapolis. It'll be interesting to see what lessons are learned from that. Uh, Kathleen, thanks for the clarification. I got what you're saying now. I appreciate that uh, very uh, much. And um, let's go to, uh, uh, is it Orp from Modesto? Uh, you're you're a retired police officer. What? Yeah, let's get your perspective. What do you think about the verdict today? Well, unlike Kathleen, I did listen to the trial. And I've Unless I'm incorrect, and I'm relatively sure I'm not, the first two charges were specific intent charges, which was that he had to have intended to kill this man when he was subduing him. Uh, I think it it should go without not go without notice that the man followed the procedures of his police department. And his training, he was, uh, you had a guy who was out of, I've been in a situation like this where you got somebody that's totally out of control and you have to do something to subdue him. And, And to have this threat of our country coming apart if they didn't convict. Now, I fervently believe that that jury was aware of that situation. The man, at worst case, should have been uh, found guilty of manslaughter, simply manslaughter because of a disregard. He, he possibly should have realized that he was causing harm to this guy uh, by it, they extended on him. But this is a big, tough guy who had just, let's not forget, fought three cops and won. And so we got one cop doing what he was trained to do, and this jury, knowing full well that the city was going to come apart if they didn't find him guilty, that was a terrible decision. 
those first two uh, charges on on third and second degree murder were absolutely bogus. The guy had no intent, and you could see in the the video that he kept telling the guy, "Look, you're you're talking, so therefore you can breathe," and that's the god honest truth. Uh, he was not as we all believed when we first saw the video that the guy was being uh, that the cop had his knee on the guy's throat. The truth of the matter is he did not, and he also did not cut off his blood supply to the brain. Now I saved a guy's life one time by giving him a chokehold because that would be the only way to have somebody who was completely drugged out to keep from having to take lethal force against him. And it worked out just fine for him and for me. But that was a long time ago. How anybody could want to be a cop these days, you got to need a job desperately to take that job. I would yeah, never, well, I, ever put myself in that position again. I, I, I agree That's, with you. And, and so ju- just to summarize very quickly, uh, you feel that the, the charge of unintentional second-degree man uh, uh, murder is um, valid, but the uh, the charges... No, I don't of- think that's valid. I think okay. the first two charges, the third-degree murder and second-degree murder, are bogus. The, the, the manslaughter is an arguable murder. point. Okay. Gotcha. Listen, I've got to run. Or thanks so much for your insights as a former police officer. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you for calling in, sharing your thoughts here. And we'll be uh, sharing more thoughts about this. Yeah, very interesting. One of the uh, one of the things we uh, we need to talk about uh, are procedures uh, going ahead. And uh, do they need to be changed? Some people are looking at the police officer bill of rights. Does that need to be re- uh, addressed? I'll give you some of my input on that as well as a former police officer when we uh, continue the discussion. Again, uh, seven women, five men found Derek Chauvin guilty on all three counts today in Hennepin County and uh, in Min- uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and gives us lots to talk about, and we'll be doing that in about five more minutes. Here on the Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Did the jury get it right? What else do we need to learn? Coming up on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360, KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Good Assassins Hunting the Butcher podcast is part spy thriller, part detective story. Best-selling author and journalist Stephen Salty tells the pulse-hounding tale of an undercover operation to track down a Nazi killer. Part of history that seems so bizarre to me that it couldn't have been real. But in 1964, the Israelis decided that Herbert Zucker's had to die. Listen to The Good Assassins Hunting the Butcher on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Talk 1360 Burst Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Eastbound 132 and Tracy stop and go. Costa Road to River Road while eastbound 120 Manteca. Well, from Main Street all the way to 99. Lodi, we have a slow uh, slowdown because of earlier road work. South 99 from Turner Road to Harney Lane, but that road work has been picked up. 
North 5 and Lathrop Slow, 120 to Lathrop Road. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by the Ben Ferguson Podcast. There are big news stories that big tech and liberal media hide from you every day. When we tell you what those stories are on the Ben Ferguson Show podcast. Download the Ben Ferguson podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts right now. If dogs have four legs, do they have to walk twice as much? Let Canines on the Move give them a new leash on life by exercising them when you can't. Call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150 for free consultation. Because a walk a day keeps the vet away. Hello, I'm Michelle DeBudio, Executive Director of Valley Caregiver Resource Center. Life is full of challenges for older adults. At Valley Caregivers, we're here with the tools you need to take care of your loved ones and better care of yourself. To help families caring for loved ones impaired by chronic ailments such as alcohol, traumatic brain injury, or stroke. Caring for older adults can be difficult, especially if you're doing it alone. Valley Caregiver provides respite, education classes, legal consulting, and support groups. And each client is assigned a personal advocate that will walk alongside the caregiver journey with you. I would like to invite you to call Valley Caregiver Resource Center at 559-224-9154 or visit our website, valleycrc.org, 559-224-9154. Valley Caregivers only sees possibilities by providing support to unpaid family caregivers. Thank you. From the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer Weather Center. This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Identity thieves love tax forms with personal info needed to steal your identity. That's why LifeLock helps protect, monitor, and restore your identity. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock. Risk. Mom, what's an April shower? Well, honey, in Modesto, April showers means you can only water your garden three days a week. Three days of showers? That's right. Starting April 1st, the city of Modesto is moving to a three-day watering schedule. Odd-number houses can water Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, and even-number houses can water Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. What about Monday? There's no watering on Monday. Let's visit ModestoGov.com slash SaveWater for tips or call 209-342-2246. Let's save water. Sunny and windy today. We'll see lows in the 70s. Clear and windy again overnight with temperatures dropping into the 40s and mostly sunny tomorrow. 80s expected and winds a little bit lighter. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And again, thank you so much for being part of our discussions here on the Mike Douglas Show, where we can have various opinions. We can express ourselves freely, which is our First Amendment rights. There are no cancel culture shenanigans here on the Mike Douglas Show. Uh, We can have differing opinions and uh, do that without being disagreeable, to disagree without being disagreeable. And uh, I thank you for uh, having that attitude. It is so important that we be able to talk these things out because that's how we learn. That's how we learn from each other. And uh, that's how we progress as a solid, healthy civilization as well. We're talking today, uh, of course, about the verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial, uh, guilty on all three counts, says the jury, second-degree unintentional uh, man uh, murder, 
uh, third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter as well, guilty on all counts. And we're taking uh, your thoughts about all that today at area code 209-551-3483. Do you think the jury got it right? And what can we learn uh, from this particular uh, episode that uh, has, has cost so much? Uh, in terms of property and and violence and death and destruction, it's just been a, a nightmare for this nation. What have we learned from this that will help us work together and live life out together in a better way going forward? And that's important that we think about that and discuss that. Uh, we'll go back to the and uh, Miguel is calling from Sacramento. What's on your mind? Yeah, well, thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm actually a first-time caller. I I don't normally listen to AM stations for some reason or another, but anyway, I was very curious about. Uh, what kind of uh, things were being said on the talk show regarding the verdict and all. I just had a curiosity and I happened to catch your uh, your show and um, I'm, I come from a family that has uh, some uh, officers. I have um, uh, also a lot of friends that uh, are officers you know, serve uh, and wear the, the badge proudly and I was very troubled by your former caller, which was a um, a former police officer, you know, in his statements, one of the things that I've, in my discussions with people that I know that are serving officers, not one of them uh, told me any different than that was unnecessary and excessive force, that they are trained to have choke holds and the knee holds and all that, but those are basically to gain control and to handcuff somebody. Uh, unfortunately, in this case, uh, this uh, George Floyd was already uh, unhandcuffed, so there was no need for that. Uh, never did they show him being uncooperative. The only thing that they showed is he had a hard time trying to get into the back of the police vehicle because of his condition and being claustrophobic. Uh, many of us are claustrophobic. I mean, including myself, I've become claustrophobic throughout the years. Uh, but to me, I think the verdicts are were 100% uh, accurate. Great. And Miguel, uh, what do you think we learned from this? What, what do you think we should learn from this, not only as a culture, but uh, as far as Martin goes? Well, one of the things I've... Um, I think that we need to learn as a society is that the police officer's job is, is um, a difficult one, it's a risky one, but they're not trained to handle people uh, that have uh, mental issues or have social issues. They're trained just basically almost to just control violent situations, make an arrest and stuff like that. They need to be trained that they're also there to serve uh, people that are caught in a situation. I mean, all of us have been caught in a certain situation. I mean, I've been pulled over by police officers. Um, 
luckily I've never felt threatened or never felt a fear, but uh, I'm also not uh, African-American. Uh, I happen to be Hispanic, but I'm very light-skinned Hispanic, um, which is, a, I guess, fortunate for me, but I understand people like that that go through that, and I've seen it. I've seen it with friends that, you know, they, they grow fear just at the sight of being targeted by a police officer, whether it's on the road or for something. And um, people, uh, police officers need to be trained. Uh, not everybody is there doing any criminal acts that are life-threatening. And those people need to be treated with some dignity and respect because any of us can, in one situation or another, be caught in a situation where we're having to pay for enforcement for some reason or another. Uh, that does not make us criminals in the sense that we deserve to be treated in a, in a harsh manner or in a threatening manner or in a way that endangers our lives. Um, so, I mean, I give credit to the police officers for putting on the, the badge every day and getting out there. There is criminals out there that do deserve to be uh, uh, harshly, I guess, um, treated, but Mr. Floyd was just not one of them. You know, yeah. nobody... Does, yeah, Miguel, thank, thank you very like much. We got to run. Thank you so much for uh, your comments. Appreciate you calling all the way from Sacramento. Thanks for uh, uh, one, one last comment, if time. you don't mind. Uh huh. Do you mind if I say one last comment shortly? Yes, go ahead. Uh-huh. It wasn't Hello? brought up, but it was brought up by the people I know. Is that if any of us, no matter whether we're on drugs or anybody, had a knee to our neck, no matter what condition, even if we're healthy, we are going to die. You know, that would kill us. That's cutting up our our air supply. So there's nobody that would have survived what Mr. Floyd went through. All right. Thank you. I appreciate uh, appreciate your your comments. One of the things that uh, Miguel brings up, and I don't want to make this a training thing about uh, police training and such, but having been through it a long time ago, and I know today, being a police officer today in any phase of law enforcement is a deeply complex proposition. And uh, I don't remember which, which caller, a couple of things were, were said, uh, I don't remember which caller was about, about chokeholds. Well, we don't use chokeholds anymore. Uh, and uh, I think Miguel ju- just made the point, he's correct, that the purpose of any type of, any type of physical hold is to gain control of the subject or the suspect. It's to gain control. And there are levels of pain that are involved in that control. It may be something simple as uh, the, the hand being behind the back and uh, appropriately uh, some pain applied to that so that the person uh, quits fighting. And the object is to use the least amount of force necessary to gain compliance. And uh, uh, Miguel talked about being treated harshly. No, nobody 
should be treated harshly. They should be treated appropriately. Appropriately in regards to how they are reacting to the police officers. And this is one of the issues I think that's, uh, that, that is, people are, were afraid to discuss, and that is shared responsibility in some of these issues. Uh, when, when, when a suspect uh, resists arrest and climbs back in the car, and, you know, the, the, so many of these incidents could have been prevented. Now, Am I saying that we need to relieve police officers who are guilty of not abiding by department principles? Do I feel that they they need to go scot-free? No, absolutely not. No, police officers uh, are, are called to be honorable, and they need to play by the rules, too. That's why they're there. And the training that police officers go through to do what they do, you would not believe it unless you've been through it. And uh, as Miguel said, and I, I agree with him, you, you can't be a psychologist and a doctor and and a, a therapist. Uh, but in modern policing, you can collaborate with agencies in your area, in your city, in your county. You can collaborate with them in order to deal with some of these issues. I remember one of the departments I worked at a long time ago had an outside uh, uh, therapist, an outside uh, PhD counselor that they would call on. And, and if it was a suicide attempt or, you know, whatever it might be, if it was appropriate, they would call this person in. So there is collaboration in terms of community resources that plays into good modern policing today. We're going to discuss that further. Again, do you think the jury got it right? And what lessons do you think we need to learn or have we learned from this um, this particular experience? Our phone number 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. The Mike Douglas Show continues in about three or four minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 burst traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Northbound 5 in Stockton, slow today. Matthews Road all the way to 8th Street. And in Turlock, a big rig and a car collided. Northbound 99 at Monta Vista Avenue. Everybody's on the shoulder. South 99 Lodi, slow from some earlier road work. Turner Road all the way to Harney Lane. For the latest on the Valley Reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Keeping you informed. We see a growing, growing crowd. Whenever news breaks. Jim, let me interrupt you. We're going to go into the courtroom where Judge Cahill is convening court. Stay with KFIV. Members of the jury, I will now read the verdict for the latest. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count one, guilty. Guilty. Count three. Guilty. Breaking news when you need it. Power Talk 1360 KFIV and PowerTalk1360.com. Hey there, it's Buck Sexton, host of the Buck Sexton Podcast, found on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts. Please tune in every day as I cover the latest on politics, national security, and culture from a former CIA officer's perspective. The Buck Sexton Podcast. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't fear the dentist's chair. Keep 
Dentistry is the answer. King Dentistry knows that times are hard, but caring for your teeth shouldn't be. At King Dentistry, you'll get the royal treatment you deserve. We're the original sedation dentistry, taking your fears out of the equation so you can relax, take a little nap, and wake up with a healthier, more beautiful smile. King Dentistry is reopening with your safety in mind as we're following all CDC guidelines. We've been here in the community of Turlock for over 30 years, and we'll continue to be here for you and your family. We'll take prompt care of that overdue cleaning and <clears throat> that cavity that you Fillings, veneers, or implants that have been on your to-do list are a call away. In the 209 area, just dial Dentist. That's D-E-N-T-I-S-T. Or go to kingdentistry.com. King Dentistry welcomes you. Don't fear the dentist chair. King Dentistry is the answer. They say variety is the spice of life, and MID agrees, especially when it comes to helping our customers save energy and reduce their energy bills. Modesto Irrigation District goes to great lengths to offer money-saving rebates and a host of simple solutions for saving energy at MID.org. Well, your timing's perfect. I'm in summer preparation mode. Well, if you're really serious, how about this? MID offers energy surveys for your home or business. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, what happens with this energy survey? It's pretty great. MID will send our energy experts to your home or business, and they'll actually show you where your energy usage is costing you the most. They'll show you low-cost and even no-cost ways to save. Really? Yes, really. They'll even give you estimates on how much you can save. Changes. Just visit MID.org. Okay, I'm impressed. MID, empowering you to save. Identity thieves love tax forms with personal info needed to steal your identity. That's why LifeLock helps protect, monitor, and restore your identity. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code RISK. Download the DraftKings app and use code SPORTS to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week. Deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply to DraftKings.com for details. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you for being part of the Mike Douglas show as we uh, as we struggle and talk about some of the tough issues of the day. And uh, one we're talking about today, of course, is the verdict from the Derek Chauvin trial. And here is Hennepin County District Judge Peter Cahill reading the jury's verdict. We, the jury, in the above-entitled matter as to count one, unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. Same caption, verdict count two. We, the jury, in the above-entitled matter as to count two, third-degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. Same caption, verdict count three. We, the jury, in the above-entitled matter as to count three, second-degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, Find the defendant guilty. How do you feel about the verdict today? Appropriate? Do you feel justice was done? In my opinion, any time a verdict is rendered and a judge renders a decision, depending on the type of trial, justice has been done. The question is the definition of justice, and we're going to hear a lot of nuances on what justice means. I think over the next, uh, well, probably today and over the next few weeks and, and months, as well. 
Our phone number here, 209-551-3483. Do you think uh, the jury got it right? What, what lessons do you think we have learned or can we learn from this particular uh, trial? Mike from Modesto uh, is here on the Mike Douglas Show calling in. Mike, uh, what are your thoughts today? Well, uh, first, uh, thank you for uh, letting me talk. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Mike. Thank you. Okay, one thing I think uh, should have been the the, missed, uh, the verdict should be for manslaughter. I think that should have been it. But the second degree and third degree, I uh, I think they were persuaded to to get all three counts on him. Uh, because one thing we don't I don't hear much about is it's always well what I do hear about is always the cops have to do more training, uh, we have to do more training, but never any focus on the criminal itself, whether. You know, obey the law, don't commit a crime, don't resist arrest. You know, that needs to be stated more. Uh, for instance, I got pulled over Sunday, and I'm uh, I'm brown, I'm Mexican. I got pulled over, and first, you know, the officer came up to the window, and officer said, license and registration. All I said was, yes, officer, which what, what usually you hear is a question of, why are you pulling me over? You know, when you come out with that, why are you pulling me over? You're already coming to the officer where the officer's got to basically defend himself. It's good to know why you're pulling yourself over, but cooperate first. Cooperation needs to be happening. You know, because unfortunately, this is going to keep happening as far as in uh, shootings. And, you know, it's – we don't, you know, we don't tell our kids and the news media especially, listen to the officer, obey Maybe first, don't commit a crime would be the greatest, great thing. But first, obey the option. Don't just arrest. Mike, uh, I, I think you make some good points there. One, one of the tough conversations, Mike, uh, for me, and, and I'm trying to carefully engage people in this, is what I call shared responsibility. And, um, you know, it, 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 it comes into play in, in some of these uh, – uh, shootings uh, and again <laughs> yeah hesitate to bring it up but yet we need to talk through these kind of things uh when when congresswoman uh, Sheila T- uh rashida talib writes uh policing in our country is inherently and intentionally racist dante wright was met with aggression and violence i am done with those who condone government-funded murder no more policing incarceration and militarization it can't be reformed this is a congressperson. Look, the, the truth of the matter is we are not happy that anyone dies. We're not happy that Dante Wright is dead. But let's look at the shared responsibility. Had he not resisted arrest, could he have been alive today? You just mentioned uh, responding to authority in, a, in an appropriate way. And, Mike, we need to have these kind of conversations in order for us to progress. Will there be more sad things in the future? Yes, because we live in a fallen world. It's, it's the way it is, but we can reduce many of these things um, from my point of view, from the family unit in terms of saying, you know, we need to respect authorities. So, Mike, thank you. Appreciate you weighing in with your thoughts today. Uh, thanks for calling the Mike Douglas Show. Uh, appreciate your points very much. Uh, and, and, and again, these are really difficult conversations to have because 
immediately uh, the people were having conversations with, well, well uh, you're the, that's you're trying to rationalize the death of that person. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying, can we have an honest conversation as in the case of Dante Wright, as Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib says, no more policing, no more incarceration, no more militarization. It can't be reformed. This is coming from a member of Congress I know she's not our representative, but she sits she sits in the House of Representatives. And with this type of attitude going on, my friends, we're in deep water because we can't have intelligent conversations with this type of rhetoric. I mean, what she's talking about is totalitarianism, doing away with the freedoms that uh, we enjoy. Doing away with the police. What? All right, if you do away with the police, Congresswoman Tlaib, what do you replace it with? Well, what you replace it with is whatever Congresswoman Tlaib decides is just and uh, is, is what, what she wants to replace it with. We're on really scary ground here, and uh, I, I, I'm just so disappointed in many of our uh, representatives that they, they would take that type of attitude. I appreciate those that are willing to engage in the conversation without slamming the police, without slamming people that uh, are related to the police, without slamming blacks, without slamming whites, without making it a racial issue. Let's talk about the, the regulations, the training that's valid to talk about, but to say that, Police officers that are white are waking up in the morning and looking for someone who is black to shoot and kill. Come on, people. That's absolutely ridiculous. And we can't have intelligent conversations when we have that type of attitude. I might expect that from someone who uh, doesn't read newspapers and someone who doesn't watch news, someone who doesn't care about their country. I don't expect that from members of Congress. I'm sorry. No, too much coffee again. Well, thank you so much. Those of you who have weighed in, just being very honest about and bringing them up. We appreciate that so much. Mike Douglas here. We're going to be back tomorrow at 3 o'clock here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov 
careers.